Oh, quick question though. Uh, am I able to sponsor this podcast? No, you don't give me any money. I, I would give you like five bucks. No. <laughs> Get out of here. Darn it. It was a try, guys. Okay. So, if you're listening to this episode, just know this was pre-recorded. So, like all of our episodes. So do <laughs> <laughs> this was recorded way in advance. We, we do not have a live studio audience either, so don't ask. So, yeah. <laughs> Deal with it. Okay. Let's go with this one. <laughs> okay. Hi, and welcome back to I'll Tell You What, a spoopy podcast. Ooh. My name is Miranda. And I'm Ashlyn. And we're the Brand Sisters. Yada, yada, <laughs> It's already too late. And we are recording multiple episodes today. Not just two. <laughs> I love how two doesn't count as multiple. No, no. That's normal. All righty. <clears throat> we're the only podcast I know that puts out two episodes a week. You know that, right? We're not the only podcast I know that puts out two episodes a okay. week. But also the quality of our podcast <laughs> lends itself to... I think we're fine. Miranda's the worst. Yeah. It's mainly my quality. <laughs> okay. I try so hard. I bring all the facts. <laughs> and here's Miranda being like, yeah, these things happened, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't really substantiate that. So <laughs> I just read it on Wikipedia. Um, <laughs> no. I'm kidding. You know, it's a .org. And when I was in high school, they were like, um, don't use .coms, use .orgs. And I argue, I was like, well, Wikipedia is a .org. <laughs> And they also said, don't use Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. right, right. Because it's a... Okay, I get it. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. I'm just saying. Anywho. <clears throat> yeah. So, Ashlyn, I'll tell you what. What do you tell me? Phineas Smith, the Bristol Zoo parking lot attendant. Truly amazing. I love it. Yes. I love it already. Yes. Anything involving the name Phineas, I'm already kind of a fan right? of. Right? Except P.T. Barnum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, this is... Uh, in my opinion, this is pretty darn funny. Okay? <laughs> it's It's just full of stupid... <laughs> Okay, so Phineas Smith was born in 1945 in Bristol, England, to his parents, Gregory Smith and Mary Brown. Probably <laughs> the most bland names I've ever heard of in my life. Yeah. Um, he was born literally just months after World War II had ended. Nice. Phineas's early life was pretty uneventful. According to the BristolPress.com, uh, Bristol was the real-life happy days during the 1950s and 60s. Oof. So, like, it was a really quiet town, all happy and just chill. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Uh, when Phineas was around 10, he was a part of the Forest Boys Club. Kind of sounds like Boy Scouts to me, but, you know, the English well, version. I think I think it's kind of like, you know, oh, the English version, I guess. I was going to say kind of like the Girl Scouts versus the Campfire Girls, but. Kind of. Maybe. Those were both Americans. Well, so. yeah, don't, don't, the Boy Scouts, don't they have, like, an international yeah. thing, too? Okay, so, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's okay. why ours is the Boy Scouts of America. Um, we don't go by do we go by the Girl Scouts of America? Yes, oh, absolutely. Wow, I've been in the dark. Okay. <laughs> so he would regularly go on camping trips and it's also where he met his best friend, Billy Etherton. Hey. So apparently Phineas and Billy were like pretty inseparable through most of their schooling and the boys graduated in nineteen sixty three. It was at this time a year after our mom was born. Yeah. So it was at this time when Billy began running around with a rougher crowd, so Phineas kind of just followed suit. Because, you know, BFFs. Uh. And in 1964, Phineas had actually gotten into multiple infractions with the Bristol uh, law enforcement. And because of this, his parents kicked him out of his house. Um, also, he was a little bit old to be living at home at this point because he was like 19, 18, Oh, yeah. 19. And back then, uh, yeah. you kind of move out immediately and, after graduation. Yeah, and he wasn't going to university. So they were like, Ooh. go get a job, hippie. <laughs> 
But mom, um, it's the 60s. Yeah. Anyway. So when they kicked him out, he and Billy decided to move to London. <laughs> oh, yes. You know where all the cool kids are living. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry for anyone who <laughs> just listened to that really bad accent. Oh, that was an accent? It was bad on purpose. Okay. Uh, I, I promise. <laughs> yeah, okay, Miranda. Billy and Phineas had begun running small-scale scams throughout London and the surrounding cities. All I'm uh, thinking about is Toph from Avatar The yeah. Last Airbender. <laughs> but never long enough to get caught, really. Uh, every time they came close to being caught, they would pick up stakes and just move. <laughs> they were like, oh. Like you do. Yeah, I get uh, it. <laughs> they would do things like get jobs as traveling salesmen and, cha- and charge twice the amount for the product than what they were supposed to. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. F- some of my favorite uh, characters in pop culture are con artists yeah. and scammers. So, Not real scammers, like though. They suck. Um, they would literally pretend to be disabled and lie in the street in Pandandle for <laughs> tips. Uh, Phineas even did that thing where you get an eye patch and you put it over your eye and you act like you're missing an eye. Oh, geez. (laughs) How fun. (laughs) It's acting on top of everything. At one point in the early 1970s, Phineas and Billy even swindled an old lady into leaving her entire estate to them. See, that's the that's the kind of scams that I'm not. Talk about the long con. However, the real smacker is. Oh, oh, we got a smacker here. (laughs) When she died. And they got her inheritance, uh-huh. quote unquote. It turns out that the old lady had, in fact, been um, pretty much completely broke. Oof. And they even had to sell her home to pay off her debts. <laughs> nice. That's actually beautiful. I love that. I love that for them. <laughs> How dare they? It was at this time that Billy and Phineas decided that maybe they should go their separate ways. What? And, they didn't, they didn't think that that worked go out for on them? The, yes. They decided to go on the straight and narrow. You know? <laughs> Because of this, Phineas decided to move back to Bristol to take care of his elderly parents. They were getting up there in age, you know. And their son never had a real job. What, no, I, hang on. Yet. yet. <laughs> now, for a long time, Phineas seemed to be doing well and living an honest life. He worked at a local grocery store. Very nice. He took nice. his mother to a doctor's appointments. Nice. And he even volunteered with the Forest Boys Club. Hey. Yeah, see? Uh, when Phineas was 30... Oh, geez, he's not even 30 yet. (laughs) When he was 30, he met 25-year-old Christine Jones in 1975. Mm -hmm. Uh, Christine Jones was a local school teacher. Oh, cute. Uh, Christine actually worked in an experimental school system uh, that was called the Anar... I forgot how to read. Anarchic? I'm just going to let you go with it. Anarchic. Anarchic? Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm stupid. Okay. It's like anarchy. Um, uh, called the Anarchic. Anarchic? <laughs> the Anarchic s- Experimental Schools of the 1970s. <laughs> that took way too long to say. But you won't know because I'm going to edit it like I said it Ooh, right the first magic. time. <laughs> the magic of editing. <laughs> Ta-da! Uh, basically, it's like a, from what I read, it's like a Montessori school. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. So there's, Especially with the anarchic yeah. title. So there's no strict compulsory classes, no mm-hmm. uniform, no hierarchy. Teachers would be called by their first names. Uh, the oh. children would make up the rules and basically decide what they wanted to learn. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a new agey very Montessori new agey. school. In addition, there would be no fees, fixed hours, term, uh, term times, or holidays. 
they were to be schools without walls and pretty much open whenever the community wanted them. They leaned hard into that whole anarchy bit, didn't they? Very (laughs) anarchic. Jeez. It was a lot. So Phineas and Christine got married in 1978. Aw. They continued to live in Bristol. And they had a very modest life, seeing as Phineas was only a clerk and Christine was a teacher. Um, Unfortunately, because of these very modern and lackadaisical rules, the schools quickly began to fold in 1979. Yeah, no, they didn't have any, like, structure either. So, like, how is she getting paid? Yeah. So, when the school folded, this left Christine without a job. Mm -hmm. You know, coincidentally. Coincidentally? Yes, coincidentally. No. (laughs) (laughs) This put some strain on the young couple, causing Phineas to be the sole provider for the home. Christine got some work as a tutor at an after-school center in the 1980s. Mm -hmm. However, by now, the couple was kind of grasping at straws. Um, Yeah. Uh, Get it. And in the spring of 1981, they legally separated. No. Yeah. So, I was rooting for them. Yeah. So hard. Unfortunately, this sent Phineas into a frenzy. Neighbors yeah. said he was pretty broken up about the whole ordeal and began drinking and gambling. Oh, fun. Uh, <laughs> those those lovely uh, so, combos. So once they even found him in their yard kicking their garden gnomes. <laughs> it's like sometimes I feel like I'm having a mental breakdown. And like that's the kind of thing I would do when having a mental breakdown. So I get it. Um, once Yikes. He, once he was taken in because he kicked a pigeon in a nearby park. No, don't kick a pigeon. <laughs> um, so That's not what we want. That's not what we're about here. No animal so, cruelty, please. So after about a year of just mayhem and being just a little cray cray. Just, just a titch. Just a little cray cray. Phineas actually procured a job as a parking lot attendant at the Bristol Zoo. He would stand guard at the entrance to the zoo parking lot and charge for cars and buses to park. Cars would be about one pound or $1.40 in American at the time, Mm -hmm. and buses would be five pounds or about $7 American. So the parking lot held about 150 cars and coaches slash buses. So in a day, that would equal about 400 pounds or $560 collected for parking. So Phineas did his job. Job. So, Phineas did his job diligently for yeah. about 25 years. How much was he paid to do that? Well, the, I don't know. <laughs> You'll yeah. see. You'll see. Okay. Every day, he would go to, to work in the parking lot and collect the parking fees every day for 25 years. You okay. Got it? Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Good. So, one day, Phineas Smith did not show up for work at the Bristol Zoo. Oh, no. The manager and the other workers at the zoo became worried because Phineas had never missed a day of work. In 25 years. Jeez Louise. I mean, good on him. So they call the Bristol City Council. They call the Bristol City Council to see if they had heard anything from their employee and asking for a replacement for the day. This is where it gets a little weird. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Bristol City Council did some research and answered the Bristol Zoo by responding, the zoo parking lot is zoo property, so you need to hire your own parking lot attendant. Now, obviously, this surprised the zoo because they believe Phineas to be a city employee. Oh, geez. This entire time. What does that mean? (laughs) Because they never paid him. What does this mean? Nor did they receive any of the funds collected from the parking lot. Wait, so they they didn't receive the funds from the parking lot? They thought it was like a city parking lot. Like oh, like so he just decided that he. So yes, okay. Let me let me get. 
So as it turns out, Phineas had been scamming zoo goers <laughs> for the past 25 years. I love Every it. Every single pound he had collected went straight into his pocket. Oh That's gosh. about 400 pounds a day, seven days a week, possibly. That's amazing. So that makes a possibility that he made over 3.6 million pounds <laughs> or about oh $7 million dollars American. I'm sorry. That's beautiful. Over 25 years. I think I think that's amazing. I'm sorry. He deserves so, it at that point. So off in a villa in <laughs> Spain, lie Phineas Smith, the man who conned thousands of people out of parking money, retired <laughs> and happy with his millions of dollars. So how do you feel about all this? I think that's amazing, honestly. <laughs> like <laughs> the commitment, um, and also the the perfect storm that has to like happen in order for him to even get hired, quote unquote, for that kind of job, like. First, it has to take the zoo not knowing that its parking lot he just is showed up properly. One day. Yeah. He just showed up I one know, day. I know, but like, if no one had ever charged for that before, wouldn't you find that a little suspicious? I, I, Be like, oh, I don't know, you, it's English. You need, you, need a, you need a parking lot attendant now? I, I didn't realize that. <laughs> oh, we've been doing this wrong this entire time. Yeah. Yeah, you know. have been, and now I'm here to fix it. It's England, I don't know. <laughs> um, so I have a secret to tell you. Yes. What if, What have I told you? Um, I made up Phineas Smith and all of his family and his entire background. <laughs> if you did that, I'm going to be sad. <laughs> Are you mean? Did every you single bit of the backstory. Oh, every single bit of the backstory. Okay. Um, That's a little sad, though. Except the part about a man posing as a parking attendant, charging that exact amount of money at the did Bristol Zoo. Did you just make up the name Phineas? <laughs> I literally wrote in my in my notes, LOL, LOL. <laughs> You're the absolute worst. Um, so I did research just to lie to you. <laughs> so mean to me. So basically, I looked up funny urban legends and found one about the Bristol Zoo parking lot attendant. So so <laughs> and the then actual you just decided urban, to actually yes. Just give so me the a actual fake urban person. legend, the actual urban legend, is just some guy, you know, worked in the zoo parking lot for 25 years collecting parking fees, and then one day he just doesn't show up, and they call the city council, and the city council's like, we don't have an employee. And you knew my affinity for the name Phineas, didn't you? <laughs> no, I just thought it was a great <laughs> I just thought it would be like a real British name to throw out there. Enough You're to pique the, the meanest interest. person I know. <laughs> I want this person to be real, Miranda. Way too proud of myself for that. <laughs> what about the part about the anarchic schools? Because you didn't even know what those were. I did. I told you, I did actual research <laughs> to create this. <laughs> Actually, look how, many, look how many sources I have to make a story up. I had to look up years that it would make sense that he would have been born and graduated and gotten married. <laughs> I had to look up Antarctic zoo zoos. Anarchic, which Anarchic, you still can't pronounce. I can't pronounce it. Anarchic Quickly. schools. I don't even know how I came up with that in the 70s. I was just like British schools in the 1970s or 60s and it, or yeah 70s and it was like oh these things were a thing and I was like using it you're so mean to me did I have you going yeah did you believe me yes oh my goodness I'm, I'm so, so mad about happy this. <laughs> my heart is breaking Miranda stop <laughs> laughing at me <laughs> Come on, Phineas, oh, be real. I was so excited for this episode, Ashlyn, because, well, originally I was just going to do, like, you know, a bunch of different urban legends like I've mm -hmm. done before, but I was like, I really don't want to do another urban so legend. So you just want to start one yourself? Well, I didn't want to, like, I was like, okay, uh, this is a good urban legend, but, like, it was so short, and I was like, well, I could do a few urban legends, but I was like, I really don't just want to bounce from urban legend to urban legend again, because it never really works out in my favor. I'm going to have so to. so I decided this time that I was just going to make everything <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm going to have to rescind our whole well-researched bit of all this. It is well-researched. <laughs> I had to research my nonsense. lies. <laughs> well-researched lies. Thank oh, you. Oh, no. <laughs> I am the most proud of this episode that I've ever been of any episode. <laughs> I was so excited while writing it. I was like, oh, yes. And his mother is Mary Brown. I'm never going to trust you again, am I? Oh, uh, fun fun facts. Etheton, Billy's last name, is actually the last name of one of my, my friends. Uh, <laughs> she's proud of her last name, so I stole it. Okay. That's an homage to, to her, so if she's listening. You know who you are. Wait, so the old lady is also a lie. Yes, the old lady was a lie. Why are you lying? I really thought maybe you thought I was lying when I said he kicked gnomes. <laughs> no, the gnomes made the gnomes tracked for me. It was the pigeon that I was upset about. Yeah, see? <laughs> you know your audience, guys. If you ever want to create a really elaborate lie, do your research. You know, create an entire backstory. And she knows me too well. She knows I would love this. I feel like I should publish this. Into a book. The life and times of Phineas. I'm going to end you, you <laughs> cretin. <laughs> cretin? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing Monsters, Inc. now. I was like, what is a cretin? It's a cretin. It's a crouton. <laughs> it's a cretin. <laughs> I was thinking of the line Just... from, from uh, Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> Krista. <laughs> that was bad. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just tr- still trying to process this betrayal. This betrayal. <laughs> so Billy was a lie. Billy the was wife a lie. was a lie. Yes. The old it's, lady was a lie. The old lady was a the lie. The gnome. The gnome was a lie. You're yelling in my ears. I'm sorry. You deserve this. <laughs> Just move the mic. You deserve this. I deserve this. <laughs> I'm proud of myself. Aren't you proud of me? No. Come on. That I'm was good. Just be real. That was good. I mean, you did, you did get a good amount of backstory. I guess I should have been shocked by the amount of backstory there was because... Well, I, excuse honestly, you. I that's about as much as I normally get. I made sure it hit my four to five page quota. <laughs> okay, but like my this stuff is gonna usually be a twenty minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think this should be a bonus episode, honestly. Well, it's because uh, but like I'm going actually, on vacation yeah. and I don't have time when. I, well, I, I mean, I have time when I'm on vacation, but I won't be in the state uh, when I'm on vacation. Yeah. So. So I'm recording one early and you're getting a short funny thing that I made up. Yay. You know, I'm 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 here for it, honestly. Just I got I got sites for you. I got a bibliography. I'm just so upset. Of my lies. <laughs> I wanted Phineas to be real so much. Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all just wish Phineas was real? <laughs> also, the thing is I got I got strong Stan Pines vibes from him, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> And that, man. And, that, and that really uh, hit close to my heart. Well, I was like, I was like, he can't just suddenly become a con man. Yeah, it, it has like, to be. A- I was like, well, I made up this best friend, Billy. And then and then at one point I had him and Billy just falling out of touch when they graduated high school. But they hadn't done enough together yet. And like I was originally having Phineas falling in with the with the rough crowd and Billy just falling by the wayside. And then I was like, no, 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 no. You seem too excited from, about Phineas from the start for him to be a bad egg, though. Mm, see? That's where I got you. <laughs> like, it, you just, it didn't seem angry. I was wondering if I was going to get angry at all this. But no, it was it was nice. Uh, it definitely added on to the urban legend, which was See? a nice. I told you, I told her earlier. Nice I warned GP. her. I was like, I was like, it's got strong Hannah Crana vibes, <laughs> but this time I made it. <laughs> no, actually, that that is the person that sounds about the same as this. No, just like just with, with the life. backstory and everything. Just, just 
so basically <gasps> I'm so upset in, in the in one of the versions of the uh the urban legend that I had heard this guy just set up his own like ticket machine and so they thought the city <laughs> put it in because right. he just installed it oh, himself <laughs> no I'm, I'm still like very but uh, when I looked it up every everything says it's unsubstantiated kind of thing the Bristol <laughs> Zoo denies it <laughs> <laughs> they're like no we've always charged to park here it's our parking lot we know we know <laughs> and I'm like I don't know maybe you're denying it a little too much. yeah <laughs> no because like I mean what have we learned from all those conspiracy theories is that if you deny something deny, hard deny, enough, deny, deny. everyone's going to believe that it actually exactly. happened. Uh, doth protest too much. <laughs> the Bristol Zoo doth protest too much. The Bristol Zoo doth protest too much, if you know what I mean. Well, and also, I mean, if if it actually happened, that's honestly amazing. But I have so it's many just... questions. Like, first of all, the dedication, the perfect storm that would have to actually Let's just talk happened. about my dedication into making this entire We thing. already did, and I'm still <laughs> upset. So now I'd like to focus on the facts. Thank you. I feel like you should be proud of me. In my mind, someone was born and then died. Okay, Miranda? <laughs> you killed him. I never even said his parents died. I know, but like you killed him. How'd I kill him? Because he's not real. Oh, because he's not <laughs> The veil has been lifted. <laughs> oh, no. I, okay. I formed an emotional connection. Okay. And you killed him. I may. He's I, dead. And you're the murderer. You know, I may just publish this whole story so people can read it. You know, all my <laughs> bullet points about it. Oh, my God. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm very proud of this just, episode. Just link your, uh, your my notes. notes. You just can read my notes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm reeling. You're welcome. I was so invested, Miranda. I'm I hurt. almost went a little too far and was like, Phineas Smith was born on a dark stormy night. <laughs> <laughs> well, originally, originally he was going to be born before the war, like during the war, like the start mm -hmm. of the war and get sent off to live in the countryside. But then Josh brought it to my attention that that would make him a little too old to be working mm -hmm. as a parking lot attendant. He would have been like 50 when he started and then 25 yeah. years, he would have been like 75. I just figured something like that. He had an eventful life. And uh, so... So That's we brought it down to like he was like 35 or something whenever he was working. In the well, and honestly, so 25 years after so that. So when you think about uh, like British culture and everything, oh, it's actually fairly recent that this whole uh, parking lot attendant thing would have. Well, that's the thing is the story, happened. the story. Uh, the urban legend actually came about in like 2007, so that's oh, why geez. that's why I had to back it all up to 1945 being his birth date, though. Yeah, because. <laughs> He had to have worked there 25 years. It was a lot. There was so much math happening, and I'm not yeah. a math person. I know you're not. <laughs> just, I'm, my I'm brain was exploding. But no, so given given that it's so recent, I mean, it'd be really hard to just call it a uh, an urban legend. I know. It, it's a myth. <laughs> that is so strange that the Bristol Zoo then denies it so hard. I know. Personally, I would incorporate it into my company's lore. Like, yes, now we're charging for it because we have to upkeep it, but we thought it was the city. One day in 1970-something or 1982, <laughs> our employee just vanished, except he was not our employee. He was a city employee, and uh, he but wasn't he was even a employed. Employee. <laughs> and now he lives in Spain. <laughs> Does he live in Spain? That is, that is a question. I don't know. One of the sites I oh. said said he was in some like remote beach in Spain. I mean, if, retired. If, yeah, it probably wouldn't be enough to like actually extradite someone for. But like, he's out of the country already. 
Okay. No, that, that's what I mean. Uh, ex- extradition is a country asking another country to send their uh, uh, person back. Uh, and if it's just, you know... You're getting way too technical about this. I mean, it'd have to be a it's class action lawsuit. It's just a funny <laughs> story. It is just a funny story. Oh, yeah. And no, I made up 90% of it. So, And honestly, if, if someone if pours out that much effort into a con, or I guess a con story, <laughs> I guess they deserve the fruits of their labor. But so, also, I am deeply hurt. <laughs> so... That's all. No. <laughs> That's all, folks. Oh, that was creepy. Okay. Um, so if you like what we do is creepy, Miranda. It's a spooky so, podcast. So if you liked my story or if you even have any urban legends similar that you know, or, or if you know somebody who actually did this, if you know the guy who did it, and uh, his let name us is know. Phineas. And his name actually is Phineas. You know, just let us know. You can email us at matterthanacaterpillar at gmail.com. She's channeling Deb from Night Vale. Channeling Deb. <laughs> um, you can even... Follow us on Instagram at Matter Than a Caterpillar or DM us there or whatever you want to do. Or you could follow us, DM us, uh, interact with us at all on Twitter at Matter Than a Cat. Because everything else was taken. No, it's because <laughs> Caterpillar wouldn't fit. Oh, yes. That one's because Caterpillar wouldn't fit. If you have any ideas for future episodes, also feel free to shoot those towards us. Or if you just want to make up really something and have Miranda find out a mistake. <laughs> Scrounging at the bottom of the barrel. Hole. No, I'm just kidding. The absolute worst. I just there are so many hauntings out there. <laughs> you have so much. I to wanted look for. to do lighthearted this week. Thank you. Hauntings so, can be lighthearted. Have you once read Cas- again? Have you seen Casper? Once again. <laughs> what was I saying? <laughs> um, don't forget to uh, follow us on your favorite podcasting app. You know, um, actually, you know, click the follow button or however you do that on whatever podcasting app you have. Give us a rating. Give. Please give us ratings. Or a review. Both or would both. be ideal. Go on Pod Ch- Go get a Podchaser. This yes. is not an ad for Podchaser. But trust like, me. go on Podchaser. But go on Podchaser. It's a really cool platform. Oh, yeah. I have to still upload my creator profile. Uh, don't, I, I did it for you eventually. Oof. I chose a decent picture of you. It's actually just your profile picture. Sorry. Oh, is it the sad clown picture? Because <laughs> I love that picture. Yes. Okay. Um, I can wor- work with that. So go on Podchaser create a profile and you can go on and actually rate and and re- leave reviews for all of your favorite podcasts not just ours but you know ours should be on there ours is on there so it should but be it should be listed as your favorite it should be listed saying. as one of your favorites you can list i believe up to 10 of your favorites on your page and you can actually see people's creator profiles you can uh, interact with you know your favorite podcasts and stuff and it's just honestly it's a really cool mm-hmm. it's a really cool format and i really I and really you can like also it. get an idea of what they're listening to as well yeah exactly you if you go on your favorite creators pages like they'll have their favorite podcasts listed on there as well all in all it's a great environment mm-hmm. uh, i highly recommend it's a really good way to grow a community as well mm-hmm. and speaking of growing a community <laughs> Oh, segues. Please follow us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> tell your friends and tell everybody you know. Once again, we're really trying to boost those numbers. We got about an estimated audience of 24 now. Which, oh, really? Yes. See, that that's more than when I last checked. So I'm excited. Yes, that was today, I noticed. Very nice. Um, it's very exciting for us. But, you know, we'd, we'd like it to be even higher because I'm pretty sure we have to have more estimated listeners and such to start getting... Um, sponsors and Miranda won't accept my five dollars, so we really need those. I don't. I think you actually have to like apply to them to get sponsors. I'm pretty sure Any we can no. just say what we want, but okay. No. <laughs> 
But um, we'd really like to start getting some sponsorships so we can keep this going and maybe even get uh, even better quality recording stuff so you don't hear all the stuff falling upstairs because we're in a basement and we live in a commune. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not um, really... Com- we don't have to legally uh, register as a commune, but... <laughs> Why, Ashlyn? Why do you even get into that? I, I'm just what is wrong me. with you? You're so annoying. Because I have to be concerned about this. You're so annoying <laughs> to me. Anywho, once again, feel free to comment on our Instagram posts. We we post some nice things. I think we already told them to do that. I know, but like, do it. But rating and reviewing would actually really help us yes. a lot. Rate because and review. Follow us on TikTok before oh, yes. Trump bans it. <laughs> Trump's not going to ban it anyway. Well, no, I mean, he did sign an executive order. However, TikTok has already said they're taking legal action because he really doesn't have a right to do that. Yeah, and they already have employees in the U.S. Exactly. And that would be a big, so, uh, bad idea, especially for someone who says pro-business as Trump. Exactly. So uh, please follow us on TikTok. We have like three followers, including ourselves and yeah. Michael. So, Our own mother isn't even following us on TikTok. Now I'm upset. My mom follows me on TikTok. <laughs> she follows me too, but like she it. doesn't care what I post. She's more invested in your stuff. I don't understand why like, anybody watches <laughs> what I post. But thank you. You could also follow us on TikTok. Mine well, is at, uh, at MirandaBrand95. And we are at, at Matter Than a Cat or Pillar on TikTok, by the way. I forgot. That's that. Caterpillar spelled the normal way. Ashlyn just said it like an insane person. <laughs> Like there was that some subliminal true. thing hidden in there. I was going to stop at cat. And then I remembered <laughs> that there's more to that word. You're like cat ter pillar. <laughs> and you could also follow Ashlyn's. No, you cannot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> if you all discover my TikTok, then I don't know. We'll, we'll like send you a singular cookie. <laughs> if you give us I your don't, I don't know if we could do that legally. We'll, um, send, we'll send you a picture of a cookie yeah. on we'll the social media we'll site send you of an your emoji. choice. We'll send you an emoji of a cookie. There you go. Um, so let's get down to it. I don't. I don't know. I sound like a web show host you or something. Like a like, game show host. You sound like a WWE announcer. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Okay, stop. I'm so tired. <laughs> Okay, so um, as always, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your friends, tell the FBI agent definitely listening through your phone, and tell Phineas Smith who lives in your closet. I wish. (laughs) And good night. I'm upset. <laughs>